This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We tape a couple at a time, so we're now back together again. How's it been going? What's going on? What's going on? I've been checking in on your Instagram stories. You and Mike are watching shows together. I know. You know we're just trying to good. rub it in Jess's face. <laughs> rub it in her face. <laughs> Uh, look at all the shows we're watching. We're look not what doing we have. Things. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So, uh, anything special? Anything? Um, uh, ship turned one. So Whoa. you guys should definitely download ship because um, it's dating season. It's dating season. It's the time of year to be on a dating app just mm-hmm. because it's cold out and you don't want to leave the house and you're like, well, how do I get the dopamine in my brain? Well, let me get some matches. Exactly. Why not? Yes. And bring your friends on there with you. Just, yeah. you know, they have seasonal affective disorder too. They need a hobby. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm about gonna, you? I'm, uh, I've been traveling. I was in San Francisco. Love the city of San Francisco. Yes. Just such a like, I mean, talk about weather. Great weather. Like, I mean, in the sun, it's like 80, and in the shade, it's like 40. It's like here in the spring, I feel like. So, I think we, in New York, you get three good weather weeks a year. Yeah. That's it. One in the fall, two in the spring, and then the summer is just a hot box, and the winter is just the saddest, grayest right. time of year. I feel like all of February and most of March, um, it just looks like Gotham City. Like Yeah. Dark. Like everything cloudy. miserable. Yeah. San Francisco was like being in a dream. Like you just bright and beautiful and windy and crisp and it's just a nice time. I was out in San Francisco and then I'm gonna be in Nashville. I just was in well, Nashville. You were just this in is, Nashville. I was in Nashville. Cause Ooh, the nineteenth. Because right it's the nineteenth. I'm gonna be in San Diego this weekend. Ooh. That's right. If you're in San Diego, I'll be doing shows all weekend at the comedy store in La Jolla. So if you're out there, come on out, San Diego. I also have shows coming up in New York and Boston that I want to blow out. So Boston and New York at Laugh Boston and at Gotham Comedy Club, those are like big two. I have two homes, Boston and New York. So those I go to my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. I also have Dallas. And Providence were added to my calendar. Ooh, I like Providence. Great city. Love Providence. Great food in Providence. Is it? Good Italian Mm. food. Uh, And Dallas. I've never done stand-up in Dallas, so I'm excited to do that. That'll be awesome. JaredFreed.com. La Jolla is one of those cities where like someone said it out loud and I'm like, that's how you say it? <laughs> I have, believe you know? me, <laughs> I have every time I see it, I want to go La Jolla yeah. so bad. And like every time I, and then even I forget, I hear it and then I forget and then someone yeah. says it again and I'm like, oh, I'm like the worst person. You yeah. have to, you take a, a little tiny yeah. hiccup before you say it. Cause I even, before I said it on, that's mm. probably the first time I've said it out loud in general. It like grounds you when it's, you're like, yeah. oh, like I am not a sophisticated person. No, I, I am the least sophisticated person. Right. I, I, it's yeah, it's 
So I'll be in La Jala. Exactly. <laughs> coming up this weekend. But bring your friends. Bring the crew. Get them all involved. The, the shows are fun for the whole family. Yes. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. What are we talking about today? So a few weeks back, we put up this um, Instagram story, which got a lot of buzz. <laughs> um, it was basically this girl, and there was like an article written about it. Um, mm-hmm. This girl, she tweeted about um, canceling a date and then the guy's response. And I'll, I'll read the tweet. So she's she said, you can truly dodge a bullet with men by inquiring to reschedule a first date day of and seeing how they respond. Okay. So they had a date set. She res- she asked to reschedule. Right. And then he responds to the reschedule. I guess we'll say negatively, right. and she puts it out to Twitter. For the Twitter, yeah, got like Twitterites. thousands of of retweets and comments and okay. all that shit. So, do we want to read, uh, do a yes. live reading of the conversation? Yeah. So, I'll be her, and you can be him. Okay, great. Hey, I'm so sorry to even ask this, but how do you feel about a week a weekend day instead of right now? We just got approval to launch a product, and it's happening very quickly. Are you joking? I'm showered ready to go, and had planned my day around this. I understand work comes first, but to pull out this late is pretty disrespectful. If you're unable to respect me or my time, then I'm over it. Be well. Peace emoji. Now, now what's the question here? The question here is... Who is right? Okay. Right? In, in Twitter, in, in old-fashioned yes. Twitter fashion, in, in, who is right? Who is, whose side are you on? Who's good and who is evil? Because her side is like, I dodged a bullet, this guy's a lunatic, and his side is this girl. You disrespected dis- my time. Disrespected my time. Okay. So when I first read this, mm-hmm. I thought I did not understand that the texts were, that she that the girl was canceling, and I thought it was the guy. Okay. And I have to admit, I was more sympathetic before I realized... The roles were reversed. Yes. That, that, that is the I'll, thing... I'll admit that. Okay, good. Because that actually um, happened to me in my head. Sure. So you thought the man canceled and the woman wrote, are you joking? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was initially like, that's fucked up. And I like kind of understand why she's annoyed because like... I too have had to wash my hair before a date that didn't wind up happening. Sure. Okay. And you put on makeup right. and you got dressed yeah. and you took out the heels and you're ready to go and you took the two shots to loosen yourself up. Right. Yeah, I know that yeah. It's a little annoying. I get it. I hear it. Um and then I was the other way around. And I still I still it wasn't like oh like now I'm completely on uh, the side of it's okay to cancel but i do it i do think i thought of it differently which is which is kind of it was funny that it happened that way because i don't know if i would have i would have thought that it would i would have thought of it differently yeah do you know what i mean yeah i i do well i do know what you mean i that was my whole thought going in was that, that if it was a if guy, this was a, a, the if the genders were reversed nobody would be on the guy's side right well, it's a double standard in a in a lot of ways, right? Because yeah. we think, okay, women take longer to get ready; they put in more effort. Um, it's they're they're more you know thrown around in society, right? They're more canceled on. Their dates are more fickle. We Men, get we right. get this email right. from women yes. all the time where the guy cancels last second, and and we're faced with what should you do? We right. uh, we get this, yeah, a lot. we get that a lot. So it was interesting to see it the other way. But then there's also the double standard of like, how important do we think of work? 
as <laughs> like what do you mean i think there is a double standard of like i initially assumed that someone canceling for work was a guy which in my own mind i guess i am biased in my own way uh, yeah that was my initial i before i there was no there's nothing in these texts which reveal gender Right? Nothing in them. Nothing until you see the the top. So I have to admit, I guess it showed my own bias that it was like sure. the person's like some last minute work thing came up, um, and I assumed it was a man. <laughs> yeah. It is. It does play with what you know. The, the 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 as we joked about before, Twitter is based off of one side is good and one side is evil. Twitter mm-hmm. takes out all the nuance, and the internet in general takes out all the nuance. So right. We're always put in these positions where, get him, you know, yeah. where it's like she canceled, get her, or she he right. canceled, cancel him, or the he, trash. Right. he right, or he was like aggressive, cancel him. Sure, right. and it's like there the answer is somewhere in between. There's more information I would need, you know, because to to pick a side, right. Here's the one thing that you know I I agree with you. When there's a double standard in all this, like mm-hmm. if a woman. If a guy canceled this day, all the women would go hair, makeup, mm-hmm. all this stuff. For the guy, I do wonder. He does say, like, I plan my day around this. Right. He he made sure that he'd be out of work and ready to go. And let me give one piece of information that we did not reveal yet. Oh yeah. She sent the text at five p.m. That is very late for a cancel. That's the latest you could cancel. I mean, yeah. If you got canceled on at 5 p.m., who's on? Who could ever be on the other side of that? Yeah, unless someone had like, unless it was a true emergency, I really don't think there's many excuses. And that's, for it. Or I can understand what I would have done if I were her. She didn't go about this correctly either. She texted him for the first time at five. If I'm feeling like there, there's a chance I might need to cancel. And usually you have a sense of like, absolutely, as work things go, you usually have some sort of a sense of that, mm-hmm. right? You can text early in the morning hey really gonna try to make this date tonight or even like the day before work has been like totally crazy and there is a chance that i might have to push this and i'm really sorry in advance i get that but that's also why she's wrong i here's what i'm saying she didn't do that she didn't do that she didn't get specific you need to be if you're gonna cancel a date and you want to like first of all nobody has a right to get this angry at someone they don't know you so I'm not agreeing with his anger. Yeah, the way he writes, "Are you joking?" I'm. Are you joking? Right away, makes it loses him an argument. Right, because she wasn't like, "Hey, can't make it." Like, yeah, let's you, try this weekend instead. She did say, "I'm so sorry to even ask this." That helps it, but I need more specifics out of her. I need less anger out of him. If someone cancels on you, you shouldn't be mad. You should be disappointed. Right. You should be like, oh, that's, well, you know, that, that sucks to hear. Well, anger is, which I learned from therapy, is a secondhand emotion, right? Mm. Anger is not a primary emotion. So okay, what do you mean by that? It means that if you're feeling angry, that's not like the actual thing that you're really, like the anger is the way you're expressing yeah. an actual feeling of, like you said, like disappointment or sadness. That's just how you express that. So some people, when they're, you know, someone cancels on them, they get like, maybe like, maybe they're crying, right? Mm-hmm. They're like really sad or something like that. That's also kind of like another way that you're like, the, the sadness is really like the way that is like the, is what this guy feels or he mm-hmm. feels like let down or disappointed. Mm-hmm. Those are more like primary emotions. The anger is like what he's doing with that disappointment is he's turning it into anger. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I just think like if he just, like it, he's triggered in a way. Yeah. 
He is triggered. And and that's okay. I think it's so you can't tell someone how to feel. Mm-hmm. I, I think where it's like when they were asking kind of the internet, like whose side are you on? The distraction is how mad he was. Right. You know, right or wrong, he's, I, you can't, again, you can't tell him how to feel. So he feels angered and feels disappointed. Okay, fine. And he's put that over text. As far that as would like, have been a fine thing to express. You could totally. You could have said, said it that right. way. If he had said, "Hey, like, um, I get things come up. I really feel like it would have been like a more respectful move to to w- tell me that this might have happened earlier. I'm a little frustrated because I did rearrange my schedule and I I canceled something else and." But this is an example of what a lot of people do, male or female. They want you to feel the thing that they feel. Mm -hmm. So they come at you with these like text barbs. We get asked all the time, what should I say to let that person who ghosted me know? There's nothing you could say to let them know. Right. They're not going to be, the revelation that ghosting is bad is not going to come from you. Not at all. So for him, the revelation that she's made, you know, was acted kind of shitty she knows. Right. She knows she acted shitty, but here's what she did wrong. If, I, if I'm going to go back, if I was to choose a side, I'm okay. choosing his side to defend. Okay. Because the one, of all of this, the only thing he did wrong was be mad, is to write a shitty text. Okay. She goes from a, a nighttime date, vaguely references work, so she cancels at five. That's wrong. She vaguely gives an mm-hmm. excuse. Wrong. Right. She then goes from a date at night to a daytime weekday weekend date. That's a lesser date. That's a that's a worse that's a worse plan. She's gonna downgrade. She's downgraded the date. Okay. Wrong. So now I can see he's mad. Those are three things that she's done to him that's really disregarded him as a partner. We don't know what's come up. We don't know how they got together, how they met or how they found out. But if I was in the position where I'm like, I got a date tonight, I'm excited about it. And then at five o'clock I hear, okay, got work going on. Um, We got approval on some product or whatever. And then it was like, can we do weekend day? I'd be like, oh, she doesn't really want to go. Like, Right. All of her emotions. Yeah, all of this expresses that she's just not excited that interested about the date. in the date. Exactly. Which is fine. Me, which to me like, is I'm being lied to. That feels like even more of a waste of my time. So as far as like reality would, versus okay. feel, like you can't tell this guy how to feel. So like. How would you respond to this if someone if sent you If someone that? sent me that yeah. text, I would go, no problem. Things come up. Good luck. I mean, a, a day canceling. Would you go out with them that Nothing feels weekend? as good as that. No. You wouldn't go out I with I wouldn't them. be. So quick, I would go, nope. My response to the, let's do something during the day this week, I'd be like, hey, not a problem. Things come up. My weekend's busy, but let me know a better time for you to do a date. Would you? That, go, and you'd go. If they made the plan an effort. Right. They would have to show, you have to make an effort that's bigger than mm-hmm. the one that was made before. You have to like, you know, make me feel like you right. really want to go on this date because a lot of this feels like, you know, they were just you know, an appointment to be rescheduled. Right. Like that a doctor's really appointment need. that you didn't really want to go on. Yeah. Go it was a, yeah. The consultation. Right. You know, like, and for the audience at home, just so you guys know on Instagram at you up pod. Yeah. We're doing polls on at you up pod on Instagram. Yeah. You should follow us on Instagram. We asked if it was rude of her of rude or not for her to cancel. 42% said kind of, and 58% said no, she had work. Um, I think it was 
rude, kind of rude of her to cancel. So I'm, I'm with the, mm-hmm. the, the kind ofs. I'm on the minority here. Sure. Um, is this was you? Would you either be secretly annoyed or ghost them? Um, I think I'd be secretly annoyed, but do what you did. Yeah. Which is like tell. I guess you, you wouldn't even. I guess you're saying you wouldn't even tell them you're annoyed. No. I, you because would just they be don't owe me by anything. I, 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 if it was I, to go back to the first one, if it was rude for or not of her to cancel, I thought she canceled rudely. I don't think it's rude to cancel. Right. Things happen. Life happens. But you, it's a little rude to cancel anything that you have like within like two or three hours of it happening. It's I think. five p.m. If I okay. had, if you had a. Uh, work if you had a show or a work thing or you know like a meeting with a tv person and they canceled within like two or three hours you'd be like i'd be annoyed of course but i i there's nothing i can do about it like listen i've been scheduled on i mean you and i were with each other uh in la yeah and i was that morning i'm telling you how excited i was going to be a guest on someone else's podcast i was really excited about it yeah and the person while we were, I literally told you, I was like, I'm kind of pumped about this podcast to go on as a guest. Right. And then you go, and then I get a call like literally two hours before. Yeah. And I talked to the person and they had to cancel. You were nice to them. Annoyed. Not, annoyed but not, I was annoyed, right, yeah, but yeah. not to them. Like, right. what am I going to do? You know, right. like, and, I think someone has to do this like more than one time for you to be like, um, being like a little aggressive with them totally because it's like it is rude to be like jerked to feel like you're being jerked around but one yeah. time is not really enough evidence if, we're, if this is judge jay's sure, i don't sure. think i think one time is not enough to be like you're a rude person fuck you be well but if i was doing the <laughs> if, if this was like the third time they were supposed to meet up and she did that the fuck I can, off i could get i it. can sort of understand that we do need a little more context <laughs> but if we were doing like a deal reveal I would look mm-hmm. at this and I would, and, and the guy was on stage with us. I would look at him and go, Yeah, I don't think she wants to go out. She brought you to a daytime weekend date. Yeah. And I would go, So I think there's like, that's the thing. These are layered. That's true. It's not just Very canceled. Complex. It's a complex situation. It's not just canceled. So, like, it's the way she canceled and the way it went about it. And, you know, then, you know, put it on Twitter and it's like, Right, ladies, and it's like, yeah, the the if this was switched, you right. guys would be angered at the guy. I just think like if someone cancels on you, like like let's say you have a date tonight, okay, mm-hmm. okay, four four thirty, you get a call. We need the betches to be on the Tonight Show. Okay, tape yeah. it. You tape it. I'm eight. gonna take the. I'm gonna of obviously course. do that. Yeah. So. Something could come up. Right. No, that's why I think think everyone gets like one of these. Yeah. Maybe even two, depending on the length that you're dating. Sure. Um, And it's fine. Like you you said, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. disappointing. But but also, here's again, back to why I'm on his side, even though he got angry and I don't agree with how he responded. Okay. In that scenario, you go, listen. We're going on the Tonight Show to promote our brand that we started and we put blood, sweat, amazing and tears. opportunity. This is an amazing. Yeah. You would go into it more than, hey, I got a product, got a product. Big. Go, yeah, like, you know, like, hey, right. we got like a press opportunity. Yeah, you wouldn't say press opportunity, right? You'd say like the actual thing so that they, um, hey, we understood got a, just like the that, gravity. That, that, that the decision was obvious. Hey, we got a press opportunity, right? 
Do you want to just meet for 15 minutes this weekend? Like, like that's true. No, that's fair. That's fair. And I think it's fair to, I think the the most important thing you said is that this is disappointing and that's really the the primary emotion. I think everyone is so quick to get angry. So everyone is quick to get offended and everyone is quick to like have their own righteous, like righteousness. Totally. And and sometimes things are just disappointing yeah and you feel shitty about them and then you get over it i think you also have to be so overly cautious of how you're typing things i think we need to spell things out Mm -hmm. i think over text and over the internet like you get dms and people say shitty things that like they don't mean to be shitty and it's like when you don't know someone then it becomes it's always air towards evil right because you don't have you you there's like a there's a thing in psychology class i remember i once learned it's called like the situation bias Mm -hmm. where like in the same situation everyone mostly acts the same like everyone thinks like people have like such strong traits Mm -hmm. but it really like mostly just depends on the situation so if this one situation is all you know them on yeah that's like what you're gonna think there was this one study they did it with like priests okay so they had i forgot what the actual scenario was but something was like someone needed help right and they like basically tested to see if these priests would like stop to help these like people who were like I don't know someone was like <laughs> someone had imagine? fallen they had someone fall like sure. in front of this pr- these priests this is like the show what would you do where they put people in situations to be evil or not evil well essentially that was like priest that kicks was sort them of, aside well, yeah. it was like the and basically watch it I got a pew to get to right someone falls in front of the priest and basically the only thing like some of them helped some of them didn't and the only thing that really determined if they were going to do that was if they were in a rush or not if they were in a rush they didn't stop yeah if they weren't in a rush they did so everyone's so quick to like put these like personality traits like this is a good person this is a bad person this is someone who would help someone who wouldn't and like it's entirely dependent on the situation but if this one situation is all you know you're like fuck this person they're evil yeah that yeah I'm I'm with you. It's um and I do understand why people do that. Like someone, you know, like I'll like uh, when I do the bachelor live scream. Mm-hmm. All people write to me, "This was so funny. You really made my day." And that I'll be nice. like, "That's the nicest DM I've ever gotten. I'll like it and I'll really feel good about that." Right. Some other DMs will just write back their joke to the same joke I just wrote <laughs> or that I just screamed and I'll be like, Get the fuck. I don't want I didn't come to your joke. That's right. not to say this person wasn't laughing along with me the whole way. Right, but that's all you know about all, them is yeah. that they're All I know is that they're like the you know, you know, Johnny what upstain. Right. Know, yelling maybe, over me. Maybe they were feeling like they were in a particular role that evening. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. J&J, love, love, love the You Up and J Train podcast. Been listening for over a year. Came to the Vancouver show you guys did in December. Amazing. Thanks. Thank you for bringing some sanity, truth bombs, and hilarity to the world of dating. I have a funny sexual story that also sort of includes a question. All right. I had a friends with benefits over. I had a friends with benefits over last night, and we were hooking up on top of my bed duvet cover. Perhaps mistake number one. Seems fine. Seems fine to me. Switching up positions, getting hot and heavy, etc. Afterwards, I noticed what looked like a couple drops of blood on one side of my bed on my duvet cover. It's white with polka dots. Perhaps mistake number two. It's cute. It's <laughs> everything seems fine. It was odd because I wasn't bleeding and I hadn't scratched him either. I then noticed about a foot over where we rolled over to change positions, there was a bit of a sweaty ass smear, which had had exactly been where his ass was. He was like, maybe it's he. He was like, maybe it's sweat. <laughs> That's not what I'd be. I would ignore, ignore, ignore. Maybe it's sweat. Oh but at the, at that point, I was pretty confident it wasn't blood or sweat. And in my mind, I was like, oh my god. He just got shit on my duvet cover. <laughs> I didn't want him to feel embarrassed. Shit happens. He he. So I shrugged <laughs> it off and went to throw it in the laundry after using a stain remover, which hasn't completely taken all the, the stain out. But mostly. Jared and Jordana, would love to hear your thoughts on if you have ever ex- encountered shitty dot 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 situations what you did, etc. What's the move here next time we hook up? Lay a towel down, pull... <laughs> Pull back my duvet cover so I'm not uh, having sex on it. I don't want to make a big deal or things awkward, but like I didn't think I'd have to factor in someone not wiping their ass well (laughs) enough while having sex with them. 
Thank you for all that you do. I'm looking forward to the names you come up with uh, for this and the inevitable hygiene conversation. Sincerely, poop emoji. Wow. I call this uh, shit or get off the bed. Shit or get off the bed. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, streak sex. I like, oh yeah, streak. Yeah, yeah. We're going streaking. Yeah, that's we're fine. going streaking. Um, the poop plunder. Oh my God. What do you think? Have you ever had a situation? I haven't, but I can understand how this could happen. Sweaty, like... Listen. Have you... Okay, let's hear yours. I... So one time... Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying shit happens. Yes. That's, okay. That is the real name for this one. That's the real name for this. Um, I just understand, like, listen, I, I, I think it's really funny that she's like, what should I do next time? Hopefully there's no next time. Like this isn't like uh, this isn't a normal situation. Right. She's like, well now she's like, well now this is the guy that yeah. does this. <laughs> like, and... Yeah, this is, this is like affliction in life. He isn't the poop guy <laughs> right. with like, oh, gotta make sure. <laughs> like you're not gonna like get. <laughs> He's like, like I... it was one time. Yeah, I what... had Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like I didn't wipe right. My bad. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, are they gonna be like making? And she's gonna go. Hold on, and put out newspaper on the bed. Just want to make sure it stays clean she for wa- you. She wants to make sure she doesn't have to buy an additional duvet <laughs> cover. Yeah, I it mean, sucks. It ha- I mean, he should offer to pay. Like, if I were him, he I'd can't be like, offer without admitting. Like, I think he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to say out loud that like sure. that's what it is. Listen, if there's a finger in any butt, poop is gonna happen. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Let's get that out there. If you're putting a finger in a butt, you have to be unsurprised when poop happens. Okay. So if you pull it out and you're like, oh my God, I got you know, so, a piece of corn on the end of my hand. This is a girl. This is red flag or deal breaker for you. If it happened with a girl shitting the bed yeah. or streaking the bed. Yeah. I'd be fine with it. I, I, I would understand. I understand. Would you like, like, would you let it, would you like call her out or would you... I'd stay pretty quiet unless it's stunt. I know. I I wouldn't call it out. Would you? Right. I don't think I. I don't. I don't think I would. I mean, if I was really dating the person, probably. But like, I think it would be like almost too mean to call it. They they know. I mean, yeah, they know. Especially if you're like, what's that? Whoa! <laughs> Who brought the brown marker? Like I. So I one time I was fighting with Jess and okay. um I wear shorts to bed. Okay. So we're like in my the hallway of my apartment. I wear shorts to bed. I have no shirt on. And I'm like, we're arguing about something. I can't remember what it was. And I looked at her and I go, well, that's what you think. And I was like, my move in a fight is to just not okay. be invested in the fight, which annoys the person more. When you're not taken seriously. Yeah. Yes, we love that. <laughs> so I go, well, that's what you think. And I went, boop. Okay. And I booped her on the nose. And then I turned around and then I... Did like a fanciful turn. Okay. And I dropped my pants and I waddled away. And she literally looks at me. She goes, you have a clump of poop in your butt. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Really, I was just. That really undermines your argument. I mean, and I literally, whatever we were fighting about, I lost. I if just, you have a clump of poop in your butt. You've lost the argument. There's nothing you could sound smart about. Oh you can't God. talk. You are done being an authority on anything because you can't even wipe your own ass. It was so I I'm like literally turned my back to her. She goes, You have poop on your butt. I go, I like I go, <laughs> what? And she goes, You fucking idiot. 
you have a clump of poop in your butt. And I reach back and there's a quarter size oh, wow. clump of dog do in my, or Jared do. Oh, that's not dog. <laughs> that's you. me do. And I pick, I like feel it. I go, I waddle. Then I have to waddle past her to the bathroom, like shut the door behind me. And like she was angry and laughing, you know, when you're like, "This is ridiculous." I can't. Right. I think like, how did her, I get here? How did I get here? Her reaction to me was like, "This is who I'm dealing with." It's funny. I'm just imagining you as like Adam Driver's role in Marriage Story, like you're going through divorce <laughs> proceedings. I hated that you laughed. You didn't. It's not that I fucked her. It's that I laughed with her. There's poop in your butt. All right. Good point. You take the kid. Okay. You move to LA. I'm going to be in New York. Uh, I'll be wearing a diaper in New York. I got nothing left. You can have all the money. Take it. Uh, whatever. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just call this whole thing off. We won't talk about the poop. You do you. I'll do me. Enjoy your new boyfriend. Um, you make sure the kid takes you know, I'll some... see him every couple of years. I'll no see him when I see him. He'll understand when I tell him the story. Yeah. <laughs> That was great. Well, so that's my. Poop. That's your. That's your poop poopian. Yeah, that's right. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some emails. You ready? All right. AJ and Jay, love the podcast. Thanks so much for all you do. Here's my situation. I met a guy at my friend's wedding in September, and we've been talking since, although I was still going on dates with other people since I wasn't sure where this was going. Toward the end of December, I decided I wanted to take a break from dating because I felt like things were progressing with this guy and wanted to give it a chance. I blindly assumed that he was not talking to anyone, LOL. 
But in January, I saw that a girl from his hometown who he had never mentioned before has been tagging him in memes and other things on Facebook, which prompted oh, me. Oh, no. The meme cheat is the highest level of dysfunction. I thought I was the only one that you tagged in memes. <laughs> I was the only one you sent that funny dog to. Yes. Um, which prompted me to have the exclusive talk. He said initially he was dating, but is not anymore because he wants to see where this goes. I didn't bring up the girl, but I was very upfront and told him that at this point, I'm no longer okay with him talking to anyone else. <laughs> Do not talk to anyone. I like you said talking to anyone else. You will not talk to anyone in front of me. Ever again. You shall not send a meme anywhere else. For the rest of time. And if that's what he wants, to please let me know, especially because we have not been been using condoms. Not a cat video. (laughs) (laughs) Not a funny tweet. (laughs) Unfollow everyone. So I decided to trust him. So they're not using condoms. I decided to trust him. It's been a week since that talk and things were a lot better. We hung out Thursday. I stayed over and I felt really good about how things have been since since because we've been communicating more regularly. He's currently back in his hometown for the night about an hour away. And I saw that he was tagged in a group picture with this girl and also noticed that she tagged him in another thing that seems like an inside joke. To me, it seems like she's more than just a friend from home. And I get the feeling that they talk more often than just when she's when he's back home. My question is, am I reading too much into this or do I have a reason to not trust him? I don't want to bring this up with him again if it's not necessary. He was back for a charity game and when I asked who he was with, saying it seemed fun, he dodged the question and just said it was a game for charity. Then when I asked again, he listed friends that I briefly met or heard him talk about and the quote unquote randoms screenshot text and screenshots attached. I've been going over this for a while now and I think I've exhausted the brunch table. (laughs) Any advice or perspective would be helpful. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. So. She sent her text. She sent the text and the Facebook post in question. Okay. So the text is, um, I'll be her. Okay. LOL, I asked who. So she, he's, he's home and he's with some friends and she goes, LOL, I asked who. I don't think she's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> AJ and Cody. <laughs> She should end it with this guy just for the names of his friends. <laughs> AJ, Cody, Sasha, uh, Francois. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vance. Uh, Rumor. Slade, Van, <laughs> Tucker, Frederick. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all awful names. AJ and Cody. I mean, I wouldn't even be friends with... I. If you're friends with an AJ, you can't be friends with a Cody. That should be the rules. It's Cody with an I. With an I. Even worse. AJ, Cody, Brent, Amanda, Shannon, Mike, Ed, other randoms. Ed, wow. Ed made the list and randoms. Now, this is the pinnacle in like passive aggressive text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fun. <laughs> yeah, period. <laughs> Not even an exclamation point. And then he writes, I, I think he solved the case. He writes, you're coming off mad. <laughs> you just seem pretty vague. Because it's a bunch of people you don't know and more uh, blank and blank friends than mine. What okay. I don't know what she's... 
She crossed out. She's something. crossing out when she left all the names of AJ and Cody yeah. and Ed and whatever. <laughs> Doesn't care about the fucking boy yeah. band he just read off. <laughs> For sure, that makes sense. I guess I was just curious. Um, so that's the whole text, and then this thing is, I guess, what he was tagged in. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. Right. That's um, the girl that keeps. She said that. Yeah. Uh, he keeps tagging him in in, in, in memes pictures, and in pictures memes. and things. They are in a picture that does look very coupley. Fr- couple-y. It's a expectation versus reality picture. In the first one, they're in costume and hanging out. In the second one, they're in the same costumes, but not really looking at the camera. They're looking, at, they're looking at each other. Expectation and reality. Get it? So, so funny. So what do we... Do you have any thoughts? Um, I mean, this... The whole thing sounds dysfunctional to me. Okay. Because like she's so the prompting of the exclusive talk is is from this not trusting him, which is this like tagging thing. She doesn't actually mention what she's upset about. Mm-hmm. She just insists on the exclusivity. We're on the same page. Yes. Right. So it has nothing to do with like him or wanting to it's just she's just like, I'm not comfortable with you speaking to anyone else. She didn't mention any of this other stuff, mm-hmm. which I get in her head, she's like, that. I haven't established this exclusivity, so I don't have a right to say it yet. Okay. Now I've established the exclusivity. Now I have claim. That's in her mind. Yeah, she. that's a fucked up way of going about it. Right, because it's not based on like a real feeling of connection. It's based on this label that she's now like using to, to like leverage this exclusivity in this relationship. And he has no idea why he's in trouble. Right. To him, he's done everything right. I'm on his side. To him, he's gone, yeah, I get he has no idea that this one specific woman bothers her. Right, because she hasn't told him. Exactly. She's just said, I want to be exclusive and I'm not comfortable with you talking to anyone yeah, else. Yeah, if we, if we go on the timeline, the timeline is, I see a woman that he's interacting right. with online. She's from his hometown. Then I ask about exclusivity. Okay, we're exclusive. We don't use condoms. Now he goes back to his hometown. Same girl comes up right. again, and now you, uh, what you're saying is correct, where it's like, because of the exclusivity, she's now getting mad again because right. the same now girl she's who like, annoyed okay, her. I've established the ability to have a right to be annoyed. Exactly. So now I can like be passive-aggressive. So the way the whole way she's going about this is not actually like communicating well at all, because like this text is like, not. LOL, I asked who, right? So like what she should have done originally, it's okay. It's okay to see someone being tagged in things. This is the age that we live in or or seem to have some sort of like online relationship or some sort of like connection with someone else and be bothered by it. That's mm-hmm. okay. I think that's totally fine. If you're with someone, you're hooking up with them, you, you feel like you're getting closer. It's okay to be like irritated by those things. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's like an invalid emotion. But what she should do is be vulnerable with that. Yeah, so with, I'm with she, you. Right, instead of saying, I'm no longer comfortable with you talking to anyone else and I would like to be exclusive, she could say, hey, I noticed, and like maybe this is me being a little crazy or stalkery, but like I don't, I'm, I happen to notice these things. I happen to notice this girl keeps tagging you in things um, and like it kind of bothered me. So it made me feel like I'm unsure of where we stand. To- I'd even get more specific than that. It made like, me. It made me feel. You know. It made me feel a little upset. But even I, the way you're saying it is better than the way she said it. But there seems to be this female thing mm-hmm. of avoiding uncomfortable situations that will make you comfortable for the future. So what do you? What would you say? So like to me, if I, like if it was a woman I'm dating, right? If my girlfriend was tagging with somebody 
online we're on instagram just tagging each other and all tagging the shit out of each other i would say it i wouldn't dance around it even as much as you just did i would i would be like hey i saw online that you're tagging with some guy who's the guy i just want you know we've been dating for three months let's say we're wherever the you know the normal place for this to come up is three months in i would think or a few months in where you go, hey, we're getting closer and closer. I keep seeing you get tagged by someone that you've never mentioned. You've never brought them up. Uh, I'm enjoying our time together. But if you're getting close with other people, too, I want to know about it. Who's this person? Right. Like, I, think I can more- understand her feeling of like, I don't know if I have like, the we haven't like established anything. So like, do I have the right to be um, like... You I can see. Right I can see. I can, right. I can see coming at. I can see why she'd be hesitant to do that because she's like, I don't want him to think that I'm like trying to control him. We're not. We're just. We well, haven't even established what we are. Like, I don't want to. I um, disagree with that. I don't want because, him to come on, be coming on too strong. I want to have this air. And I'm, I'm not saying that's right. Sure, I understand where it's coming from. I understand right. the 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 uncomfortability. But again, she did that label to like. She took the more comfortable route, and now she's still dealing with the discomfort. Right. So she took the route of, well, let me just have the exclusive talk because she never had to deal face to face with, oh, that's an ex that I still go back, I still kind of talk to because we're still friends even though we used to fuck. You know, that's a really hard thing to hear. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and I kind of hit her from you because I knew that it would be like kind of weird and I don't know, I'm trying to like wean myself off. No guy is going to give you that honest answer. (laughs) I'm trying to wean myself off of this girl who like, you know, makes me feel good about myself because she sucked my dick a few times. Yeah, I don't know know if I put it like that. Well, this is the the reality. Right. But to me, like her dancing around it has made it, now it's made it so she's in the wrong. Well, now it's, I don't, she's not in the wrong. She's just expressing herself like, like wrong. She's expressing, she's expressing, not even wrong. She's expressing herself in a way that isn't actually being vulnerable and it's not going to get her what she wants. But this whole thing of like, do I have the right? You have the right to your own feelings. Right. You have the right to say, I feel weird that this girl keeps popping up as we are having sex. Let's think of his responses to that. If his response is, hey, you're not, you, stop watching my life. Well, that's someone who doesn't want to get to know you. Right. You know, like, yeah, like why are you stalking me? Why are you stalking me? Right. That's someone yeah. who doesn't want to get to know you. That's, right. not, someone, that's, that's someone, someone who doesn't want to go prior, beyond. Right. And that's what she's afraid to hear. Too bad. Right. Well, that's the, and I, I understand the fear. I understand it. It's like, it's something that's very hard to to overcome. You have to be a, very confident in your ability to say no when this per, sure. if this person doesn't give you the response that you want or to move on when someone doesn't give you the response that you want. Yeah. But you have to also like be, this is kind of where like, I get frustrated with not this question because I understand it, but like now the, the kind of the fallout, like she's like the, the brunch table's tired of hearing it. Yeah, we're all tired of hearing it. We're all tired. <laughs> tired, tired I'm too. tired of this shit. Well, I'm, you know what I'm tired of is she's absolving herself of personal responsibility. So at some point. Well, she's saying, am I reading too much into this? No, no that's not the no, issue. No, no, that's not right. the issue at all. The issue is you are not. You're not judging your partners based on your own taste. You're judging your partners based on their taste in you. Right. So there, she's going, well, if he likes me, then I'll be here forever. But it's like, <laughs> that's not how it goes. You are afraid that when you avoid asking those questions, you're basically being like, well, I don't want to get things rock the boat. I don't want to look a certain way. 
You look looking a certain way is looking like yourself. So if you go, hey, I know, you know, I kind of felt weird seeing this girl pop up all the time. You've never brought her up. You've never like that's more the important thing is that he's never like mentioned her. Like right. if you're being tagged by someone, if if Jess well, looked at me, what goes, if he was like, well, you don't know like a lot of my friends. Like I have a lot of friends from home. Like, but that's, that's someone, why I didn't bring her out. That that's yeah. someone that's not gonna trying to get to know you. You think even if they're like, I didn't bring her up because like I have a lot of people that you just haven't met. We haven't known each other that long. There's so not we one met friend that I couldn't explain. Okay. So if 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 uh, if Jess looked at me and goes, who's this girl. Who's Big Booty Becky? Who's Big Booty Becky? <laughs> I'll go. I, you know, I would have an answer, right? You know, I would go. I like booties, and I follow Becky. Okay. Or who's this woman? Went to college together, dated my friend. We keep in contact every now and again. Boom. Like I would, I would. Everyone in your life, right. You can explain. Is it a, a comfortable explanation? No, but. Right. You have to be unafraid with hearing the uncomfortable explanations. And then you have to be unafraid of going, well, that kind of goes against my standard. Right. So the question isn't like, do I have a, her question is not the real question or question. My question is, she writes, am I reading too much into this or do I have a reason not to trust him? That's not the actual She's asking, question she should she, be asking. She just wrote this whole thing and, and, and asked us, how right am I? Right. <laughs> like, no. When she's, when she's really just like not going, no one's right. No one's wrong. Exactly. It's more, you're not asking the right questions. You're, her question, you're, ask, you're not asking them in the most direct way. Exactly. She's doing to us what she does to the guy. Right. She's trying to test him. Yeah. And it's like, you want to, you want to take tests, go back to grad school. You want to, you want to date a guy? Fucking, you know, own who you are. Mm-hmm. And 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 go and, to be, and be and sometimes you're gonna you're not gonna get the answer you want and that's painful but y- you'll move on. But when you get the answer you don't want, that's not the point to go. You know, we play red flag deal breaker, so it's like tough to like. You know, I understand to, that like right. There are a lot more. There's a lot more gray area to, to everything. To fuck you or I'm okay with this. Yeah. So like, if the guy wrote back to you, if if you ask the guy that you were exclusive with. Who's this girl that you keeps tagging you and stuff? I see it and I feel uncomfortable. And he goes, we used to hook up. We dated for a while. She was a part of my life, but not as much anymore. And I'm really trying to get away from it. Ever since you said something the first time, I kind of noticed it. I'm trying to walk away. You have to go, well, I don't want to date someone who would hide that from me. Or you have to go, it happens to the best of us. There's a lot of old relationships out there. I'm saying if he's like... Well, I, I feel like you're like you're like watching me, or you're like stalking me, or you're like yeah, that's that someone that's that's diverting the conversation right. to not well, talk that, to you, not a, get to know that's you. That's one where I'm saying like where you where your answer is like I think most people would be fine with your answer, and like if they're really if they believe that they're trying to like not speak to that person or not if they're getting an honest sure. answer about who that person is, I think they're fine with that. My answer is I think the one you're more likely to get. Which, where it's why which are like, you which is like i feel like you're like watching me like why do i well, feel the, like you're like on let's top do of that. me you be the guy in that situation okay right i'll be here's how i would answer all of these questions as a man but in the me in the woman's point of view okay so okay. hey uh jordana i noticed that this guy keeps tagging you and stuff and like We've been kind of hooking up for a few months, and I just want to make sure because I'm looking for something serious. See how it's all in meat terms. Right. Like I'm looking for something serious, and I don't want to really like keep this going if 
you've got other people out there. You've got old relationships that aren't really like closed off. So, uh, you know, who's that person? I'm just kind of trying to figure this out. Yeah, that's like some girl that I know from home. Like, I, I, I don't, I feel like you're watching me. Like, why are you like, yeah, of course I don't want to wa- have to feel like I'm like worried about like, like who I can can and cannot speak to. Well, like, first, of, first of all, of course I'm watching you. Uh, we <laughs> have been inside of each other. Uh, you've had my your finger in my butt. So, you know, you think it's weird for me to notice the person whose finger has been in my butt, things they do online, and it's only coming up on my feed for the interactions. Like it's coming well, up. I don't on understand. My- it's like I'm I'm. A- uh, I haven't. Not, it's not like I'm hooking up with this person. I'm not like, accusing of that. I'm just asking for what the relationship is, because then I have to make a decision on whether this relationship gets in the way of the one that's growing between us. And then I, I'd say it's a. It's not a relationship. It's just someone I know from home. Well, I mean, okay, but have you guys hooked up? Is there a history? Did you date? Was it kind of someone that you've kind of gone in and out with? I'm just looking for a straight I feel answer. Like at this point, he would lie. Of course, for being yeah, but like right. at this point now, as I'm saying, it we got into the point where now I now he can lie. Well, now yeah. he's gonna lie, right. and now as I'm asking these questions and I'm putting put in the position of being a prosecutor, mm-hmm. I would go, "Ugh, is this the relationship I want to be in? Is right. this this is my well, future? Every person that comes up, I have to fight you on. Well, that's what when I'm you could have just gl- said I fucked her three times, and now we're on good, we're on good terms." Right, and it seems not, like she's still attracted guys to me. Not, most guys are not going to say that. I, right. of course, I think not, most I, guys are going to say, "Yeah, like th- I don't know, she's just like some girl that I like, I'm friendly with from home." But it leads you to a place where you're like, "This is exhausting. I don't right. want to be in this." Well, that's, that's what your standard that's comes the, up. That's the hard part. That's yeah. what I'm saying because you haven't gotten this. Like, it's it's the the way that you said it before with like she's this girl I used to see and I'm trying to wean myself off of it. Like most guys are not giving you that, right? Totally. Most guys are giving you. Um, most guys are giving you like, yeah, I kind of know her. Nothing's going on because they're trying to keep up both, right? Because so they that's don't the want to one to deal with, and that's the hardest one to deal with because you have to realize that the only reason to not give you the relationship, the only reason to not give you the honesty at that point, is because you want to keep the person that props you up emotionally in your ego, right? So that's when you have to say, all right, I'm gonna, I'm. All right, and that's when you have to leave the thing. Well, but then you're also then you feel like that's the guy you kind of wind up hooking up with on a weekend night because you're sure. kind of like, well, I don't, I don't the- even. I'm not even sure I made the right decision. Maybe he wasn't really speaking to her. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That leaves you in this like limbo where like you can try to cut it off, but that's the guy you wind up like backtracking with and then wind up hooking up with and it becomes even less than you yeah, started. Yeah, because women, this is very female. I don't mean to put this on one, but just from my experience of this podcast. Women hate vague relationships. Me too. Men love vague relationships. So he's trying to keep all his relationships vague. And she's trying to make sure she knows who's in, who's out. Yeah. So guys will be nice to you forever until the day they get married. And some even beyond that. Right. So here's her choice now, right? Sure. After this conversation where she doesn't really find anything out. Sure. Is 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 what? To just be like, okay, like I'm gonna take this vague answer and um and then like I don't even know what my next move well, would be. Yes, you do. That's what the women hate reading between the lines even when it's written in between. Like the what lines. would you say if we had this conversation where I was like just saying this was my friend? I would go not a problem. All right, I guess I, I guess I'm seeing something, 
And I would go home, take a minute, and then I'd dump you the next day. And what would you say to me the next day? Hey, it seems like you have a lot of different people going on, and I'm looking to get to know you more. And the minute I try to get to know you more, you pull back and you have other friends that you won't even introduce me to or reveal how you even know them. So I'm not going to marry someone. And I know this like... Well, I'm saying I feel like he would come back with... you. I think you underestimate how like how guys just like 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 kind of like ch- change the way that they describe these situations to make girls often feel like they are being a little crazy. Of course. I've, I yeah, but that's the move, <laughs> but at, at that point you have like to Like if you said that to to a guy, I feel like he would say um listen, like you met my you met my friend Jim and Joe and Ed and like and I don't really feel like that's that's and the case. Shannon but, and AJ and right, Cody with an eye. Right. But if you like if that's what if if that's what you're thinking, like that's fine, but like I don't feel like I'm not introducing you to my friends at all. Yeah, but then <laughs> but that's a well that's the time where it takes confidence. Right. That's what you I'm know, saying. It takes, and that's really hard because it's not a black and white it's not like someone just like you know what yeah, I mean? That's, like that's, slapped you in the face. Like you, there's a exactly. That's the the type of breakups that are the hardest because you have to say you're giving up good to find great. Mm-hmm. You're giving up just fine enough because this guy's gonna be just fine enough. If if someone, guy or girl, if if I can't have a simple explanation to who this person is, who knows you well enough to tag you enough for me to see it, right? Then obviously, like you have to do. You have to hypothesize. Right. You, you're you never going to get 100% answers. This is, you know, like yeah. this is percentages. You have to go, well, I, do I want to deal with this? I got, I have a 80% reason to believe that I'm not getting the full story here. And why do I want to be with someone that can't give me the full story or has to hide other relationships with their lives because they're keeping around people who are in the vague zone that they're trying to put me into. Right. I think it's very hard to do. I get it. Yeah, it's um, easier for me to say. Right. I agree with it's you. Easy, so. yeah, it's easier, especially if you've got nothing else like going on in the moment. You're kind of like, you've, you're sort of invested in this person and then you're like, okay, I have to take this vague situation and then just exit it when I'm still, I still kind of have feelings for this mm. person. And it's very hard to do. And I think that like, the more confidence you have in your ability to find someone better, the more likely you are to do it. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, you know, I'm, I, everything I'm saying is like easier. Like, well, you're, you're, you're completely right mm-hmm. where it's like, well, then they make you feel a certain way. Yeah, you're going to have a moment where, like, I mean, listen, I've been made to feel a certain way about from the other side. Right. Where it's like, oh, you, you, you strung me along till now to tell me you don't care. And it's like, well, I said those things while we were dating and then now we're not, that's run its course and I don't feel that way anymore. Like, you know, there's a lot of times where women will make it so the thing, you know, the things you said early on in the relationship can never change. Like what? Well, you could be like, hey, I'm really having a fun time with you. We're only seeing each other. (laughs) Well, we're still seeing, that's one in particular. Hey, I'm having a really good time together. We should be exclusive. We should be together. Month goes by. Hey, I've enjoyed our time together, but this isn't going to be the long-term match for me. But you said you want to be exclusive with me. Yeah, that's changed now. That's why we date. That's why we we meet someone to see if it's the match and go longer and longer and then see a bunch of things that we realize it's not the right relationship for us. Well, why? I don't know. We're just not the match. This is not how I'm feeling it. And I, it got, it's hard enough for me to get to this point to tell you that, but now you're making me, you know, 
eat my words from before that I did feel those ways that way. Right. I mean, that's hard to to hear all we want. Most of the time, a lot of what we want is like security. Of course. So it's like. And to know that it's all been wrapped with a bow. Right. It, security feels good. Security feels safe, especially, you know, in a world where you're in a huge city and there's everyone's a swipe away. Like security is like a huge thing. And I don't th- I understand why it's like that. Yeah. I, I just think like it goes both ways. So what you're saying is you're never safe. I can change <laughs> my mind at any point. At any point. Just because we, you know, it's like and I met your parents. It's like, yeah, sorry. You know, like, well, I mean, there's got to be a point where you can feel secure. Yeah, the, after you sign the ketubah. After you sign the, well, that, <laughs> sign and, the wedding license. And you license. wonder why we want to get married. Yeah, right there. Like, we, <laughs> we want this fucking legally binding. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do some more emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. This is a long one. Mm -hmm. You ready? I'm ready. I'm taking a deep breath. I'll go. Okay. I need help and feel like you guys are the perfect pair to assist with this. I'm 24, living in the city, have a great job, went to a great and very fun college. Uh, She wrote, very, very fun college. (laughs) And I've never really been in a serious relationship. I had long-term hookups in college, but by no means were they healthy relationships. When I moved to the city, I was on all the apps and had such a fun time dating around. I wasn't looking for anything serious at all. So it was perfect. I'm a little older now and want something more with the right person. My issue is that I can never get someone to commit and I always turns into a friends with benefits hookup booty call situation. I think this is because I make things too sexual too fast. Jordana always says that if you're comfortable sleeping with someone on whatever date, then go for it and to do that, do what makes you happy. In most situations, is that what you say? I don't know if that's um, exactly what I say. Seems like she's made the quote fit yeah, her. I don't know if I. I don't know if that's one. 
that I would. I wouldn't put those words in your mouth. Right? I, 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 in most situations, I don't know if that's my mantra. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. In most situations, that is what makes me happy, and I just wanted just as much as the I wanted as just as much as the guy. I've been talking to someone now since the beginning of the year. We chatted off the after over a week before going out, which I never do. During that time, even before our first date, I made sexual comments and things along those lines. We didn't fully hook up the first date, but I was the one who initiated him coming upstairs. We've only gone on two real dates. The rest has been hanging out at his apartment because he's busy with work and tired, he claims. Last week, we were texting, and he was telling me about how stressed he was, and I asked a few questions, but proceeded to try and comfort him by offering a blowjob. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's you seem sweet. stretched. Would you like a blowjob? Well, I mean, that's clear. Like, that's something that she feels she has to offer. Oh, this is you saying that. I'm saying that's something she, that, that is something that she clearly feels. She went through her purse. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I got a blowjob and a Worthers. Yeah. Will that help your stress? I mean, I'll go with the blowjob. I just like the idea of a blowjob being offered like a cigarette. Right. At, you know, you okay? Do you need a Xanax? A blowjob blow for the sir. I feel like I'm starting to catch feelings for him, but I don't want him to think that all of this is, is sex to me. Um, he's been crazy stressed with work, so I don't want to push too hard on going on real dates and make him think that I'm adding more stress to his plate. So I've been okay with just going over to hook up. I, my siren just went off. Yeah. And like, I'm appreciating her emailing, but she's making the excuses for him right. in this email. Well, yeah, I think she's, it's the, it's the approach is, we'll, we'll get, yeah. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, I also travel for work, so we've had a few opportunities to go on real dates anyways. He never goes out of his way to try and plan dates or anything, but I've told myself it's because he's not a planner and will just invite me to do things. Mostly go over. Last minute. We talk uh, almost every day, texting, phone calls, and the occasional FaceTime, so I've tried to convince myself it's more than just to hook up to him. I don't know how to be sexual but not get it off a vibe. That's all I want, and I'm not capable of being in a, and I'm not capable of being in a relationship. Am I supposed to play hard to get and act so, like I don't? She, just to clear, she said she she doesn't know how to be how a to, sexual person, but, but not, not off give up get off give off the vibe. That's the only thing she wants. Okay, and that she's yeah. not capable of being in a relationship. Okay, am I supposed to play hard to get and act like I don't want as much as I do? I know an easy solution is to just make it clear what I'm looking for, but I don't really want to have that "what are we" conversation. As we've only been hooking up less than a month. How can I put myself out there as wanting sex and being the sexual person I am, but also not come off as easy? I know if a guy invites me over at 9 p.m. during the week, I should say no and suggest we get dinner or drinks at a later time, but I can never say no because I also want the D. I think I set the precedent of being a hookup and uh, being a hookup. And I imagine that guys think that they can get what they're looking for without dinner drinks when they uh, then why do it? I get trapped in this cycle and have never uh, uh, in this cycle and never break my way out of it. Is it too late to ha save the current situation with this guy I'm in now? Please send help. Sincerely wants to D but also wants a relationship. So Jordana, it's a tough what do you one. Think? I'd love to hear what you think because I think that um this is I, I I feel this this person's pain because like can, I, yeah because I, I feel like women are are sent so many different messages of like you know it's okay to be sexual be yourself be free be who you are mm -hmm. but then also like 
that doesn't sometimes that doesn't get them the results that they want or sometimes that they want something more they can feel like that's what's getting in the way of it so i understand this question i feel like a, a lot of people can relate to it mm-hmm. what do you what do you think as a man so it's tough because she kind of answers the question a little bit herself she's like i know i should say no and just say but I can do drinks and that's kind of the advice I've always given in this situation where it's like if a guy asks you over and you don't want to go over and well that's what she's saying she's like I do want to go over I just like also want the drinks yeah and (laughs) but then you know this is kind of like a I I don't want this to sound a certain way this is kind of like a shameless 2020 email okay so i want junk food all the time i want to go to chick-fil-a downstairs and i want to have seven sandwiches okay okay that's what i want and i want to have waffle fries and a coca-cola and a cake for dessert okay there's consequences (laughs) to that order right like but like it sucks because like for men there aren't what, in that situation, there's other situations right. that, but I'm saying like, this is, yeah. this isn't just sex. Right. You know, like for men, there are, you know, if you're like, as far as like, I'm just saying like, if a guy goes and sprays his load everywhere and he comes back with a bunch of diseases and seven kids. Right. You know, he's got to, he's going to have to deal with those consequences. I'm not saying these are the same. My point is that. She wrote something very specific in her email. She's like, she writes, um, I want to have sex too. And it's like, okay, you're just rating things on a one column, two column, three column situation when they're all intermingled. You know, you're saying, I want to have sex, but I want to feel good about my sexual partner. Right. Okay. Well, then you have to maybe not have sex with certain partners, or hold back, or you know, have some restraint with certain, or or masturbate. You know, instead, like, well, I, I, well, I just want the D. Well, then you can't complain about the D you're going to get. Right. I feel like I understand the because it does feel like part of the advice that we give is like own your standards and be who you are. Right. And if you're and she's like who I am is like a sexual person and I like really enjoy sex and I wish I could just have sex when I want it without the repercussions of it being that people are, are only thinking about me for sex. Well, here's the, when you say like men don't get in this situation, if on the other side, if a guy's like, I'm only out here, I want to have sex whenever I want to have sex. That doesn't mean they're going to be with partners that they're feeling fulfilled from. That's true. So, you know, on the other side of that, like a guy also has to like, you know, I'm putting this in the guy's perspective because it's like, you know, the unfairness of like a guy can go have as much sex as he wants. Yeah, but with who? You know, he's not getting maybe the fulfillment. Maybe the people that he's having sex anytime he wants with is just anyone who will have sex with him and not necessarily the partner that he's fulfilled by. Right. So this kind of goes both ways in that sense, right? Right. I, it does. I just feel like for men, there's less of a worry about like if I go on a first date with a, if a guy goes on a first date with a girl and they wind up sleeping together. He, I, I rarely hear of men who are like, well, maybe now she'll just put me in like a sex 
in like a in like in the boat of like just for sex and she won't want anything we real hope. with me <laughs> right well that's what i'm saying like i feel like it's there's less anxiety surrounding that for men there's less of a a judgment surrounding that for men there's less of a feeling of like sex worrying about sexual timing of course i, I completely agree with all of that my my only thing with her is that she's like if I say no to going over to their place, then I don't get to have sex. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I right. don't know. I don't have to know well, how to, you know, tell you any differently. Like, well, well, that's why I think she's misconstrued my old, what my advice is. She says, Jordana always says that if you're comfortable sleeping with someone on whatever date, then go for it and to do what makes you happy. I also say that if you are looking for something serious, that you should wait to have sex not because like the guy won't like you or the guy will put you in a certain situation but because i do think that sex can often lead to you feeling more false feelings of intimacy for someone Mm -hmm. so i think it's better to get to know someone before having sex with them so you can decide do i actually like this person or my hormones kind of telling inflating what i what i think about this person because sex is a chemical act yeah and also is this but I, I think, yeah, if you are just looking for sex, if you are not if you are not at all thinking about wanting something deeper or wanting something more intimate, I think you can have sex whenever you want to have sex. Go but that's, for it. But that's not what she's looking for. Yeah, she's saying, I, she's, not, she's not connecting the two, it seems. Right. But here's what I would say, my best advice, or like, yeah, say no and, hey, uh, I'll hang out with you if you want to do dinner, but I'm not going to just come over to your place. I, I would stop making excuses for people just because I, it seems like what she's doing is she's saying these are great candidates that I should want to be with. So I will do anything in my power to stay around them while having sex. So right. like she's like, well, they're busy with work. And it's like none of these this guy. She's not describing a guy who's like got nothing to do. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like, I think a lot of times, uh, again, with what you're saying is like, not to speak for you, but like the idea that like a lot of the emotional masturbation stuff. So you go, well, he's checked seven boxes. So right. I'll just let him off the hook with all his excuses so that I can keep fucking. Right. And it's like, that's not owning your own taste. That's not. And I think the biggest thing for her is she holds herself to the standards of the last fuck. What do you mean? Like, so like a lot of women that write in here that men don't do men. Here's what men don't do. They don't go home with you on the first date and then go, I guess I have to go home with her after every date. Now they don't hold themselves to that first date. Them, right. The second date is independent of the first date. So So you're saying she just because she slept with someone on the first date doesn't mean she has to sleep with them on the second date. Yeah, and just because she met him at 9 p.m. at his place because he was busy doesn't mean that she's not worthy of a date the next week right? or worthy of going to dinner. She needs to be okay with asking for the things she wants from these sexual partners. Right, and then their reaction is more telling than the question. Yeah, it's, hey, let's do dinner next week. Well, I'm so busy. But you can come over at 9 o'clock. Like, you go, oh, that feels cheap. I don't even like you if you're going to offer that as your rebuttal. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. at that point, then you go, well, I don't even like how that feels. Goodbye. I'm going to go find someone else to fucking go to dinner with. Right. You know, like I, I think like it becomes this all or nothing thing. Right. And I think just like the power of saying no to things that are not 
making you happy or even even things that are because it's like it's not not making her happy like yeah when she goes over she'll feel good one when she's over but then when she leaves she'll feel like shit exactly and i get that that's the that's the chick-fil-a example that i'm bringing up right like i'm gonna go and eat seven chicken right. fried sandwiches yeah. and feel really good while it's happening and, and then, then after, leave and sit on the toilet and fucking you know worry about and have the you know the chicken sweats right you know like yeah that's it's not, not as fulfilling so the next time i'm not gonna do that right so it's kind of, it's like a matter of owning your standards but also seeing like being able to time discount so being able to say like yeah like he so he doesn't want to do dinner he only wants me to come over at nine um yeah i'd probably like would like to do that tonight but i know tomorrow i yeah. won't feel good about it or yeah. tomorrow i'm not if he doesn't text me or if this doesn't turn into something i know i'm not gonna feel good about that so i'm gonna I'm going to, like you said, with the Chick-fil-A, I'm going to forego doing what makes me feel good in this very second for something that I feel like will have more long-term fulfillment. I mean, even saying that to the guy, she says she's afraid that she's catching feelings for this guy and it's only been a month. I think saying to the guy, hey, I would love to come over, but like, I enjoy her interactions outside of the bedroom. Right. Um, I want to make sure this isn't just sexual. I like... Saying that under a month, that's fine. Yeah. And then you're going to have to just lose people... Here's what she's the other thing is like that she's kind of uh, wrong about is that if she says that that she's losing someone that would have done that the person that won't even go to dinner with you that only will do the 9 p.m. hangout is only allowing themselves to get to know you so much. Right. They're not there to meet you. They're not there to get to know you on the next level. They're there to know you enough to have fun with you in a bed and have an unawkward Uber conversation after it's over. Right. So it's just about weeding out those guys. And yeah. then you can do that by asking questions. Yeah. And, and I think what she thinks is like, well, then there'll be no guy that will do this. That's wrong. That's wrong. You're going right. to find someone that's going to fit your sexual activity and fit what you're looking for. It's just a matter of not wasting your time on the people who will never go that way with you. And I think her holding herself to this like, well, we fucked once, so now I can't say no to this again. You know what I mean? Like, right. It doesn't. That's a waste of time. Well, that's a good that's a good thing to know for her. I, you know, my personal opinion. I agree. Let's do some games. Let's do it. That's a tough one. I don't mean to sound like I don't. No, I think it's tough because it's like we I do promote like sexual freedom and doing what, sure. you, what you want to do and hooking up with when you want to hook up. And I think that's totally fine. But I do think that you can't pretend that that sex and dating don't like you said, don't have anything to do with each other. Exactly. Yeah, you can't. It's not independent. Right. It's and if all that's, mixed. If you're just looking to get off, I think you can have sex anytime you want to do that. That's I have no issue with that. I mean, the same goes for like relationships too it's like if you know i can only speak for myself but i'm saying to say that like like when people think about cheating it's like is you know like to say that the minute you're in a serious relationship you don't look at other women or men right is crazy yeah but you do the same thing you did with having sex you go what are the I want to pl- do the, this right now. The, the pluses and but, minuses. <laughs> right. But I know that tomorrow I will deeply, I, this isn't going to make me feel good. This. I'm going to make me feel bad. Exactly. And if I lost what I have built with someone, then I won't necessarily feel so great and I'll have lost something greater in my life. Right. And the ability to like, again, time discount or to say, to think into the future and know how you will feel in the future is like one of the things that you get better at as you get older. Yeah. And it's... it's, That's why younger people probably more likely to cheat. 
and make mistakes and in makes, general. Yeah. Let's play some games. Send them in to UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Okay. Uh, says he says they'll make you a home-cooked dinner and puts Totino's, Totino's pizza rolls in the oven as the meal. I... It's your, it's your it's your fourth date with with Jess. Fourth date. She's like she's like I'm cooking. I'm cooking. Come over. I'm cooking. <laughs> Puts in some Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> uh, I'd be okay with this, but then I would be like, lesson learned. I'm cooking from now on. Right. Like I would be like, would you say that to her? I'd be like, this is the meal, and she'd be like, yeah, these are delicious. Of Have course they're delicious, <laughs> but it's Tuesday. I want to eat these when I'm drunk. <laughs> Like I would, I would think it's funny, but like also like, all right, this is who they are. Right. You know? I shouldn't expect the gourmet meals. Or the, you know, like <laughs> I should be expected to cook at that point. Like, right. You know, this is to factor that in. Yeah. I. But the, the idea that someone was like, "I'm making you, I'm making you come a meal. over, I'm making." One time, I'll never forget it. A friend of mine, she had like this big Christmas party or whatever for all our friends. We were younger. And we were in the city and everyone was like, oh, I'll bring booze. And she's like, no one bring food. No one bring food. And then everyone's like, oh, man, this is gonna." she's like, I got tons of food. Don't worry about the food. And we got there. There was like one plate of chips. And we we're like, all right, well, we're never trusting you, you again. again. It's not that right. I'm not friends with them anymore, but it's like I'm not going to your dinner party right. hungry. Yeah, the, the plan is no longer for me to come over and you make me dinner. Yeah, and expect this big, huge dinner. Right, that's fair. What would you do? Um... I think it would be the same. I'd be, I'd eat it. Yeah. I'd eat it and I'd be like, okay, well, this isn't <laughs> going to be the date anymore. I'd be like, I think it would be like a little bit of a red flag just in terms of like the effort. Sure. Because for me, it'd be more about that. It's less about like what the actual output is. I guess more the like, more delusional, the better. The more right. they're like, I made you a meal. You're like, at least you thought this was try. Right. If the Totinos were just like tossed in the uh, right, oh They're microwaved, shit. yeah, yeah, like oh shit, I didn't even, yeah, yeah, I'm cooking. Like if right. they forgot, that's what I'm saying. It's That'd like be a for me, it's more breaker. about like the thought of it. So like that would be the turnoff for me, less than the meal. Like those are good, I'll eat them. Yeah, but, like yeah, yeah, you know, um, they order you an Uber pool on your on your first date. Uber Uber pool home. Uber pool home. Um, like I got I got this. Don't worry about it. Deal breaker. <laughs> I, I'm out. Just I, to me, if like a woman ordered an Uber pool for us home, yeah, I would think that she felt threatened by me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I'd be like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like I'd be like, oh, she really like got the wrong vibe from this date, and I'd be like, I'm gonna take my own. That's I'm really gonna go and do my own thing. Um, I think it would be a deal breaker for me, just because I'd be like, okay, this is the first date. This is the height of like the impression that he wants to make on me yeah. and there's like three other people in the car <laughs> it's like it's like if it's kind of like i don't want to be like snobby but like sure if someone wants to take the subway on a first date i'm not really into that either not that i don't take the subway i take the subway all the time mm-hmm. but it's like a little bit of a romance killer so to me it's like if you're not if you're taking that effort out of it in the beginning it really only goes south from there right yeah it'd be a little weird to share a car home with like some kid college kid right who's like with his backpack yeah. i would love just, to be it, that it third takes person away from, it takes away from the mood i sure. think of the date and like again there's nothing wrong with that if you're on a budget for me it would be like 
a little bit of a turnoff. To me, that's the only reason to take an Uber pool is to maybe be the third person when the date's in the car. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Uh, I've taken an Uber pool like twice and I hate it. Like, it's the worst. I've never taken it. It's terrible. This shows our privilege right I now. I know. We're terrible people. <laughs> um, but it just takes forever. It's like I might as well just fucking like walk. I mean, it's the it's it's literally the local bus. Right. Yeah. Not worth. I mean, we're assholes, but whatever. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. You get in a fender bender on the first date and turns out his car is unregistered. So it's impounded on the spot. And then she wrote this. Note the screenshot. Pretty sure car registrations don't auto renew. Also, pay your tolls. So she, her friends text to her. She goes, funny story about my date. We got hit by a car and it wasn't his fault. But he, but the outstanding tolls, he had outstanding tolls. So his registration didn't auto renew in January. And we had to get towed in the city and Uber back. Like this huge fiasco. <laughs> oh, God. She wrote back. <laughs> what so the you- fender bender and then his car gets towed. I'd say it's a very bad look for someone, but it would have to depend on how the rest of the day went. What kind of car is it? (laughs) What kind of car is it? That's a big deal. (laughs) After our Uber pool conversation. It's it's a pretty bad look. Is it a Mercedes? It's a bad look. Not paying your tolls. The auto renew, I don't know the truth or the, you know, the, the fact or fiction that goes along with that. I don't know. Right. I don't know how much of a lie that is, but that is a very, I think it's a fine lie when you're embarrassed. Right. Like, he's just trying to save embarrassment. So he's going, oh, the auto renew, I'm sorry. Like, he's just looking for, he's scrambling for any type of, like, I wouldn't peg him on the. It'd be one of those things where, like, every other irresponsible thing he did for the rest of the time we were dating, I would just be like, should have known. I know. (laughs) Like, that very first impounding of his car. Yeah, the tolls bother me more than the auto renew. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Pretty like, sure car registrations don't just auto renew. Okay, well maybe right. not. When you don't pay your fucking tolls, you do an easy pass. You're just running through easy pass on a <laughs> daily basis. Like that's more of a right it's deal like a breaker response, to me. Yeah, if I was a 31 year old person, as her friend is, I think I'd be like, I'm looking for someone a little bit more responsible. If, it is a deal breaker for me because now point. that now that we've talked through it, yeah. If you've got Toll booth debt, that means you've definitely got credit card debt. That means right. you've definitely got student loan debt. And if we get together, guess whose debt that is now? Yours. Mine. <laughs> All right. Well, we did it. That was our episode. Thanks, guys. Go see Jared in San Diego. Thank you for that. Uh, and go download Ship. Yes. Uh, we'll be back next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.